Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. My name is Ebony and this is another DMT Express of that 15 minute less on the topic that's trendy, trending around my heart and mind. And well, we are on day 19 of Black History Month and I am bringing you something that is, well, what I care about. Uh, I'm talking part three, Dave Chappelle. I'm talking Dave Chappelle in a time of cancel culture. So just a heads up this is a controversial conversation so be prepared i'm going to be talking about some things that people will not agree with but i would love to have a conversation uh, that's how i learn that's how you grow that's how you get more info so let's go okay so we are talking about dave chappelle part three in a time of cancel culture so i previously kind of talked about some prevailing themes throughout this uh, series of podcast for black history month and most of it's dealing with uh black excellence i'm so excited for where we've come where we're going and what i've seen now there's been some underlying themes that i've been kind of addressing and it's kind of the that thin veneer of society type of things racial disparity racial everything (laughs) um certain aspects that are on the darker side of humor um so i have previously brought up in a topic talking about cancel culture now I've done a previous um, previous podcast that was addressing and talking about uh, what happened in the situation with Whoopi Goldberg and cancel culture and how there's some pros and cons to cancel culture and most often than not I we we see a lot of the cons being played out um, forgetting the pros of cancel culture But now I want to talk about how cancel culture is kind of attached itself to Dave Chappelle. And for one of the few people that I've seen that has made it into a badge of honor and almost refuses to be canceled. So this is a real conversation I want to have. And it's one of those critical and controversial conversations because I know that everyone is not going to agree about his stances, his critiques of the lgbtq plus community his critiques of uh white people his critiques of even the black community uh he's had a lot to say and so i had to do a little research on this one i i don't know dave Chappelle personally uh whether or not you agree with him is a whole nother set of things but as i've been saying uh about cancel culture is there are two sides to that conversation and actually I i believe there's more uh there's there's just so much involved and it's so nuanced that oftentimes we are just so ready to end the conversation before it can be had and well i know dave Chappelle, as polarizing as he could be he is steadfast in his uh critiques his jokes his storytelling uh far beyond what half of us have been alive for and it's an interesting thing where people are like he hasn't grown uh he hasn't done much with his comedy other than to steadfast in his anti-blackness and so i want to address some of these things i was reading an article that they were kind of interviewing uh kevin hart uh and he was talking about really that uh far too often comedians have this competitiveness to them that bring about crabs in a barrel mentality uh but that one of those exceptions is dave Chappelle. uh he brought he he kind of stated in this article from the rap.com that dave Chappelle uh 
quote, that man don't have a hateful bone in his body. And I don't say this because it's hypothetical. I say it because I know him. So I know the majority of us don't know him. And so we're bringing our critiques based on what we've seen in his show, based on what we've seen in his comedy. Uh, and I can only, you can only go by what people are saying about the person. Um, generally speaking, I okay, don't. So let's continue this discussion. Um, this is focused mainly on The Closer. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, obviously the, the controversy, the the outrage probably drove a lot more people to go watch it thereby uh the commentary by the ceo of uh, netflix makes sense um this was one time where one comedian was not just going to be silenced and this is one time where i understood the outrage but i also understood that other side of the coin where Dave Chappelle was not going to be uh, canceled. And I was happy to hear that Netflix was not just going to take his thing, take his, take his special off the air uh, due to outrage. Now, the real concern was whether or not it was going, his spouse believes, his spouse jokes, the things that he was saying was going to cause uh, trauma or um, some type of physical violence, which, again, has not come to bear because it's going to be very hard to say that somebody took Dave Chappelle's comments specifically unless they, they have written that down and used it as a manifesto. And that's why they were doing certain illegal acts. So... I was behind Netflix on this one. This is one of the, the few times and more than often where I was like, I think they got it right. I think they made the right decision. And it's not just because it was Dave Chappelle at, you know, to be brought before the court, the court of cancel culture. It was mainly because of uh, what the CEO had said at the time about cancel culture and how divisive both sides can be in and of itself that Dave Chappelle's commentary is his and his alone. It does not uh, necessarily reflect on the company itself. Again, also he he went on in a sh in a very short sentence to talk about how there is no proof. There is no. There's nothing that is saying that his commentary is what's causing uh, an increase in violence or going to cause certain things, but. I know people are not going to agree with that particular opinion, but that's mine. That's just mine. Um, this is one time where I was like, I think they got it right. Uh, just the same way that I didn't think that the network for Whoopi Goldberg was right in suspending her for two weeks. Uh, you you quelched that conversation. You, you downed it. And so what happens? Well, I saw recently that the ratings had gone down uh, since she left. And I don't think it's anything to do with just her as as a host but that other people didn't agree uh, necessarily with the decision of the network uh, to stand by a community that's now saying that they're woke uh, when at other times they haven't done the same thing again precedence um, I think this is one of the times I would hope that Netflix does the same things with others who call outrage uh, but you got to show consistency and this is one of those times where I said I, you know what I think they got it right so let's talk about this 
controversy. Mainly it's the controversy of what he was he is being, all being labeled as transphobic. Uh, and again, I can understand. Uh, that bar that he set was pretty high, but at the very beginning of the special, I, I didn't actually see the special when it came out on October 5th. Uh, I had to go back after the outrage had happened to quite understand what was happening. And you know what? I, I could see where if I was that subsect, if I was at in that uh in the community understanding how he was speaking i would be highly upset and i would call his butt out call it for what it is i don't necessarily think i would want to take it down uh what i felt from this and no i'm not part of that community but what i feel that dave Chappelle has been bringing to the game ever since he's been controversial it's not like he's he hasn't been a habitual line stepper he is uh, he has habitually been crossing over lines and and critiques and racial everything across the board and he has ruffled more than a few feathers but what I have understood about him is that he has generated conversation in multiple communities hate him love him don't agree with his views absolutely call him out call it for what it is but what is also impressive is about the amount since i would say since the Chappelle show it has propelled conversation beyond the black community uh you know i remember a, a few of the the first uh you know specials he did uh and it and it seemed rather geared right only a certain subsection of people were looking at it but now he's got an audience so wide and I know most people are like I wish he would use it for better uh, means better conversation but I know that he has always been more than slightly controversial in the things that he says in his specials and so was I surprised by some of the topics he decided to tackle in this one yep <laughs> yes I was uh, but it also on a larger scale on a larger means drove a conversation about anti-blackness, about the LGBTQ plus community, about transphobia. And if this man wasn't right, uh, he knew that the comments he was probably going to be making was going to be, someone was going to try to cancel him. And if, if by darn, if he wasn't right, he was right. Now, I've been reading uh, critiques and commentary online uh, about Dave Chappelle and uh, his long-standing views on black people and what his comedy is really about. And I and I don't, again, I don't know the man. I've had to kind of review some of the previous specials, the comedy show. I mean, he, he's got a body of work that is quite extensive. And some of these critiques are pretty spot on that he has for years not been wrong about anti-black racism that is even now brutal and present so to speak uh his commentary on the lgbtq community what he deems the alphabet community has lived in a different space it was always been denoted of having a certain uh separatism when it comes to the to this to the others struggle, he's never stepped down from his beliefs uh, of 
fighting that good fight against white people. And I think it's more of the prevailing thought processes and values that are in place, uh, I would hope, uh, than white people themselves. Uh, because half the things that we're dealing with is ingrained in itself in society. And so the things that he's battling uh, for anti-black racism makes sense. Um, I've heard the, I've had the discussions with friends and, and people within the black community, pe- people w- without the black community about anti-black racism and as its own struggle, as its own thing. Um, I mean, we talk about how hard it is to get the anti-lynching bill passed. We talk about certain things that are just not afforded to just in general black people and I can understand where he stands ten toes down in his anti-black racism rhetoric and the thing is he stood ten toes down 20 plus years ago and he's standing firm now because obviously there's something that hasn't changed there's something about overcoming oppression and race that hasn't changed and so there, there's a means where his commentary still drives conversation, whether or not we want to talk about it. Uh, now, again, I don't have to agree with how he goes about doing it, how he goes about this separatism of uh, different struggles. Um, but in these different commentaries that I've been reading, above all else, he's been about the black struggle. Black people struggle, black people oppression, black people let's rise them up, right? Um, take it or leave it, right? Uh, and I'm all for people calling him out. There's been a lot of people that have called him out, as they should, uh, and is within their rights. Uh, but one thing that I will say that even the, I think the Chappelle Show gave him was kind of this... Uh, this 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 pedestal to stand on, uh, where even the white people found him palatable in his offensiveness, uh, that other uh, subsections of society has made him palatable as a consumer. He he himself is a brand. It was kind of kind of like when uh, I thought in the past of Bernie Mac. Uh, you expected him in his own comedic way to be more than slightly offensive and people generally loved him now I'm not saying people don't generally love Dave Chappelle uh, but it's kind of that same comparison when you start talking about Dave Chappelle has uh, made it to another plane Uh, he is he has managed to talk about everybody equally so who could be the most offended uh, comes to bear and I think that's where most of his comedy is standing on is well who am I gonna who, who who's gonna stand on that I'm the most offended now uh, because across the board he's managed to make a lot of people upset and what's even more uh, galvanizing about his way of comedy is that it's showed up on the news it's showing up on talk shows um it's showing up in in so many different places that it literally does drive conversation whether or not you like him or or like the way he does things uh or his narrow views or how he really wants to focus in on black pain speaking for the black community speaking uh, mostly talking about black men and, and his experience well guess what that he is a black man in america he can speak on that experiences that's his um 
the question for us is that are we putting our own wants and needs on him uh if nothing else uh if he wants to talk on his black experience in the black community on black pain uh, and forego talking about other marginalized groups that is well within his right agree or not agree and and if all else fails uh his views can be rather crude uh so when we say oh he went and you know he he's expanded his aperture uh some people got a rude awakening and that apparently is not true. Dave Chappelle has stayed, been Dave Chappelle and the the question of his jokes evolving I don't, I think he has evolved. I think he had to um, I, th- I I think he is more than what he was in 2003 when I was really paying attention to Dave Chappelle uh I, I mean, I was even watching Block Party, right? Uh, the special. I mean, I've, I've seen more than a few of Dave Chappelle's works. And so this month probably looks like a Dave Chappelle special in and of itself with how many times I've mentioned Dave Chappelle. But he is one of the most controversial figures I, I know right now that we speak about often, right? He stays in our tongue. And I think that's what he has known and wants us to do. Um, the thing is, when Dave, Dave Chappelle speaks most often people are listening and right wrong indifferent he is driving conversations that most of us are trying to get our little hearts out there to speak about and whether or not you agree with his methods uh, you agree with his stance on separating certain things guess what he's giving you this time this vehicle and he it's almost like an alley-oop right sometimes he's giving you the alley-oop to have that discussion call his butt out and then let's while we're riding that momentum let's let's start making some changes again i don't agree with everything i don't have to but uh, he's always been rather phenomenal in his racial critiques uh and very authentic about himself and his love for black people and uh he 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 he's trying to be a champion for black people, the marginalized people. That's including black people in the LGBTQ plus community. Again, that's just my view, and it might be in his own way. Whether or not he's still trying to keep a separatist um, belief on the ideas, right? Have the conversation, but not in my circle, right? Yeah, call me out, do what you will, but uh, you know, take that, take that to your own way and have that conversation but I, I see it as he's not necessarily trying to be uh, hurtful to a whole community he's not talking about the livelihood of the community he's not talking about uh, you know you know going against a certain community he he's uh, usually talking about a theme he's seeing across something and and guess what he's bringing it to light we may not like it we might not have uh, of you about what he thinks about it but man do we end up talking about it from months later and this is even now on february 19 2022 now what's important and why i bring this up to as why i'm standing 10 toes and and like how netflix is uh handling most of their situations this year because whether or not you like netflix that's another one but uh in the continuing way that they do, Netflix is a joke has recently come out, and I think it was even yesterday, that Dave Chappelle will be coming back 
Yes, 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 you heard it. He'll be coming back and will host and produce uh, upcoming specials in a collection called Chappelle's Home Team. Uh, and as far as I, I recall, this is going to be a four-part uh series and so i'm going to plug it because it should be funny because i like the first uh comedian that's going to be on the docket uh the first one is dealing with earthquake uh the legendary february 28th check it out um you could you know tag it at at dave Chappelle or at real earthquake um i remember earthquake from way back when and i'm i know i first saw him uh when he was you know doing a circuit on bet and again i was young i didn't necessarily know everything was but this is unpacking all all the things that uh we don't want to talk about this is controversial i know but i'd love to hear what you got to say do you agree with my views on some of this do you not agree on some of the points that i've brought up uh and Let's discuss. I would love to bring somebody on and have a further discussion on this. So as always, I'm sending peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. And a willingness to learn and discuss controversial conversations or critical conversations. All right. Until next time.